Aloha Church Ohana. We will be having our church emu for Thanksgiving once again this year. Come see us with your pan on Wednesday, November 23rd from 3 o'clock through 4.30 in the afternoon on the corner side of the church parking lot as someone will direct you to the drop-off area. Then early Thursday morning, November 24th, from 7.30 to 8 o'clock, come and pick up your pan on the corner side of the church parking lot. Sign up will be online or simply scan the QR code. Uh, just a little bit fancy this year. Any questions or needing assistance, come and see us in the office or simply right after church. Then we're in need of about four people to come Thursday morning to cocoa some shredding of some turkey that comes out of the emu. If that's your calling, come see us again. And then finally, many hands make light work. So again, if that's your calling and you want to cocoa here at the emu, please go see Kiala for more information. Have a blessed La Pule in the Lord. Ahuiho. Hui Aloha Kohana, we would love to have you, yes you, listening and watching this announcement. Have a friend join you at JTA for yes, it's that time of year, South Asian Army Bell Reading this year. Sign up for a time slot that best fits your schedule. You can sign up online or scan the QR code or call the office. Have a blessed day and hope to see your name on the list. Aloha! Aloha. Aloha kako Ina kamaina Naho aloha Aina vayapo Ea no mako Kohana Kono ya oko Puli mai, puli mai E puli mai kako E puli mai kako Pui pu kako will be dancing to a medley, Alaka'i and Eho Olamai. Alaka'i, Oya Mako, Eloa'a Eke Olamau. He guides us to everlasting life. From Ephesians 5, verse 1 and 2. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us an offering and a sacrifice to God as a fragrant aroma. Ask yourself, what would Jesus do? WWJD. Have a blessed day.
ela o Yesu. Holoka avalea kulaia, makamoku ikahi na hele hele. Alohea ela na kanaka. Hahai vavai akula la ko yaya. Mai loko mai ona kula na kauhale. From Matthew 14, verse 13. When Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds hahai him on foot from the towns. Hahai followed. We know this fine Hawaiian word from the saying, hahai no kaua i kaulu la'au, the rain follows the forest. Hahai, follow, in the case of the rain, and follow, accompany, even chase, after, in the case of Jesus. In both cases, where the one is, the other will follow. The one fetches the other. Upon hearing of the death of John the Baptist, Jesus, in his grief, sought solitude. He did not dwell upon his grief. He took time with it. And upon the arrival of the crowds fetched by his presence, returned to his ministry. We, the people, are to Jesus as the rain is to the forest. The rain follows the forest according to God's given natural law that waters the forests, the aquifers, and the seas to the benefit of humanity and all other living things. The people follow Jesus according to the God-given supernatural law that enlivens his perfect creation and heals the things that need to be healed to their benefit and according to his will for them. For us, that we follow, that we ha-hai no, ha-hai no ka ko, and aloha nui to you. You
Hello, everybody. Good morning. This is uh, the week of uh, Richie's uh, wedding, and I come to you. Ikaino no kamakua kane. I make a keiki kane. I make a huhane hemolele. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. My topic today is uh, love or aloha. Let us pray. Father, thank you for this opportunity to serve you while I live on this earth, to bring forth your word about this topic of love. Bless you in heaven, Father, this day, that we would aloha kekai each other, that we would love each other as we love you first. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So this topic is so good. Uh, not only because it's a wedding week, but because in this time we're living in, if we don't have godly love for ourselves, for our neighbors, for others, we won't make it. That's just the way God set it up. Not an army, not anger, not standing up, not political right or left, but Allah. But it's got to be God's kind of love. So I've got two main topics, and here we go. Where does love come from? 1 John 4, 7 through 9, NIV says, we're in, we're in this complete circle. See, love comes from God, goes through everything in between, and then goes back to God. And that's a life cycle. It's your life cycle. It's mine. When we start giving it back to God, that's worship. And it completes our life cycle. So 1 John 4, 7 through 9 says, Dear friends, let us love one another. For love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not, does not love, does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world that we might live through him. You see, love for God is that important, that powerful, that when we're starting to get angry and hatred, even as Christians with Bibles in the background and we're hating other Christians and not loving, that is not of God and it will not prevail. Amen. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever would believeth in Him should not perish, but have et eternal life, everlasting life, good life, forever. Jesus said in John 15.13, Greater love is no one than this, that one lay down his life for his friends. That's what Jesus did. Lay down his life for his friends. Greater love. The greatest commandment in Mark 12, 28b to 31, NIV says, of all the commandments, which is the most important? Jesus was asked that question. Of all the commandments, all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, Jesus answered, 
is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And then he starts the commandment. Love, your, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is like this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Is that pretty heavy? Love. Not war. Not picking up the arms. Not being right, politically right. But picking up God's love. See, there's three kind of love that God uh, is talked about in the Bible. One is philia. There's several Greek forms of the word philia or phileo. That's brotherly love. And you see that at um, bachelor parties. And, and, and it was really cool. I went to Richie's bachelor party. The guys are all older, in the 30s, late 20s, 30s. And you could see over the years how they had this deep brotherly love, not only for Richie, but for Richie and, and for each other. And um, even for me when I came. I knew many of them when they're eight years old, now they're 30, and that love was, it felt so good. Brotherly love and sisterly love. Today the ladies are going to a shower. I might pop in for Melissa. And uh, it'll be sisterly love for each other, for Melissa. It's going to be awesome. I'm so excited for them to open my gift. Not really. So, that's, that's uh, the second. Eros is how we have children. God put that in us too. That's from God. That's not from pornography. That's not from these videos. That's not from hell. That's from God. That's how we reproduce. That's how we have children, family, ohana. That's how we grow. One generation on the stage walking by, here comes the next generation. And they're teaching the generation that's coming. And all of them teaching and loving God and growing and God blessing them with love. Aloha. Aloha ke kahi, ike kahi. One, love each other. To each other, love. Powerful when you understand it this way, instead of just this emotional love, that I'm in love and I'm out of love and so-and-so uh, uh, broke up, divorced. No, they didn't understand God's love in the first place. So sad. The last is agape love. And um, agape is described, one of the best places it's described in the Bible is in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Um 1 through 8a and verse and verse 13. It says, if I speak in the tongues, and watch, love is over religion. Love is over faith. Talking in tongues. It says, if I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I'm only a resounding gong and a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge and and if I have faith that can move mountains 
but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Pause. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Aloha, love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will, um, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. Now listen to this. Now these three remain. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is Aloha. The greatest of these three is love. God is saying this to us. We have to love each other because we're taking so many sides. Families that loved each other before are angry, angry to the point of hatred. That cannot be. God's unconditional love is a fruit. Listen, listen, church. God's unconditional agape love is a fruit of the spirit not of the emotions of man, of teenagers. It's a fruit of what God has given man by his spirit. It's a spiritual weapon. It's for spiritual warfare. When the devil is trying to get you to hate and you love, you defeat that strong, that, 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 um, um, what not stronghold but the uh, foothold in your family mm -hmm. a foothold gets in it's something buddy did you wrong and you bring that story home and it starts a foothold in the family of anger mm -hmm. hatred oh I heard this on television on my twitter my clitter my clatter my tick tick tock my talking tick tick tock tick tock gotta listen to the living God we have to go back there to listen to what God is saying. Galatians says in the New American Standard Bible, chapter 5, verse 22 through 23, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, and self-control. That is God's agape love agape love that is God's agape love that's awesome when we understand love through God's eyes we want God's love not temporal love love that lasts for maybe a season for honeymoon you want to have agape love in your home
for each other. Husband and wife, family and children, agape. And sometimes it's the hardest place to practice agape love is in the family. Where you have to understand and, and hear and love and forgive. How do I get God's unconditional love? Here's the answer. When you are desperate, only in his presence do we get agape love. Other than that, we have human emotion. It falls short. The Psalm 42 once says, As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. That's just a soul to soul, mankind to the living God, panting for his love. Matthew 5, 6 says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for his righteousness, for they will be filled. Filled with what? Filled with his spirit. What's the first word of his spirit? The fruit of the spirit. Love. Aloha. That's so awesome. It says here in Jeremiah 29, 13, if you seek me, you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. You see, when we seek God, that process of seeking God is a process of receiving his love. When he knows you're seeking him, he's filling you. He's filling you with his love. You get filled with this love, and you get filled to full, overflowing, to give to your family, to your loved ones, instead of judging them in anger. And it's those things of the flesh are difficult to get over. Church, they're hard because they're handed down generation to generation, but love conquers all. God's love conquers all. Desperate, when you're desperate for love, desperate for peace, joy, and you go to God. This is what he gives you back. He fills you to overflowing with his love by his spirit. Amen and amen. One of my favorite women in the Bible, her name was Hannah. And she, she had a, in that time, there was a, she had another husband. Her husband had two wives. And the, her, her counterpart, the other wife, just kept having children. And in that culture, it was so demeaning not to have any children. And Hannah had no children. Her womb was closed. But the other woman, bless her heart, kept having children. And Hannah got desperate. She knew that her husband, Elkanah, loved her. But she wanted that part of love as a woman bearing a child, being part of the whole. And so she was desperate, and she prayed. And we know the story God gave her of son, and she named him Samuel. He becomes the great prophet. The woman we know from the story of the issue of blood, a woman who had the issue of blood for 12 years, no answers, only hurt. She wanted to be healed so bad. But she knew this. If I could get to Jesus and in his presence, 
I know I will be healed. So she comes and touches the hem of his garment, and she is healed. The third woman I love is the woman at the well. Jesus comes to a well in, uh, where is that? Uh, I forget. Uh, in Samaria. And only one woman's at the well because she's been scorned. And he, he asks her for a drink of water. And she's kind of like, you know, you're, you're, you're Jew, we're, 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 we're Samaritans. So there's, there's, there's this divide, there's no love between us. And you're coming over here to our neighborhood and asking for water. And this well belongs to us. And, and you, you, you know, you, you're kind of out of order. But Jesus knew and loved her. He loved her. You see, she was desperate. She had had five men in her lives and none of them married her. None of them stayed with her. But all she wanted to be was loved. She wanted to be loved. She wanted to be loved by the other women in her culture. She didn't want to be scorned. She wanted to be, have a man to love her. And none of them brought her that love. And this is what she says to, to, to Jesus in her desperation. She says, Sir, where can you get this living water? Jesus says, you know what? I could give you something. And he's equating water to the spirit, right? The fruit of the spirit to her need, all her needs. He says, listen, where can I get this living water? Jesus answered her. He says, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asked you for drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Beyond man's kind of love. This water, the spirit, you would have it even if man fails you. Your cup would still runneth over. You would not be scorned. You, in fact, would be honored. 14b says, indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Punavai Ola. Deeper water. Love. That kind of love that doesn't ask that you got to give it back to me. That is simply awesome. How do I get this kind of love? Study the word of the living God. Speak his language back to him and the devil. When Jesus was tempted, the devil used the language of the Bible, the word of God. And Jesus answered right back with the word of God to the devil. And that defeated him. Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of Christ, the New American Standard Bible, richly dwell within you. With all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another, with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, giving thanks, thankfulness in your hearts while you sing unto God. That's what we, we need to be in this time. It's not a suggestion for us to make it 
for us to survive this time, for your children and your children coming after us, the only way they're going to make it is with love. If they're taught hatred now, if they're taught political rightness, standing up right wing, left wing, anger, protesting all the time, and have no love, then you've left them nothing. Luke one thirty seven says, For no word from God will ever fail. Ever fail. Proverbs 3, 1-2 says, My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace. Aloha kekahi, ikekahi. That was the way of this land. I believe when Eel first came and taught this, and our people knew that that was the only way they're going to make it. They had to love each other to take care of each other, or they weren't going to make it. Well, we're there again, church. We're, th we're there again. We can't keep yelling at the government. We can't be yelling at the other party. You can't keep yelling at your neighbor. You have to find love in your heart or you are not going to make it. You'll burn up. In conclusion, the word in Psalms 91, 14 through 16, God says this, listen. Because he loves me, saith the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him. For he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Praise be to the living God. Let us pray. I pray for everyone who's tuned into this message that has come by your spirit through a, through a servant of yours, but by your word and by your spirit, Father God, and in your love, that we, Father, more and more would understand your agape love, your unconditional love, your aloha, kekahi ikekahi, and start now. Because politically correct won't get us there. Having the biggest army, thinking we're just and angry and our cause is right, it's not going to work. But only the agape love of the living God, whether it's wedding week or every day of our lives, Father, we need your love. So we bid you to come, Father, Maranatha, into our loves, our lives, so that your love will prevail from us and to all those around us and all the way back to you. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.
Uh, please pray this prayer with me. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent for the sake of your son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your way to the glory of your name. Amen. On the night when Jesus was betrayed, he took bread. After he had given thanks, he broke and gave it to his disciples, saying, This is my body. Do this in remembrance of me. Ebulikako. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, that we have another opportunity to come before you, Father, to ask for forgiveness, to ask you to come in and cleanse us, Lord, so that our hearts would be right with you, Father, that you would forgive us of all our iniquities and our sins. And we cry out to you, Abba Father, wash us white as snow by your yes. precious blood. So, Father, as we partake of this bread, we represent your body, the bread of life. We ask, Father, that you would bless it and that we would make a new commitment to you today to love you more like the messenger Sarah today, to live the life in the living water that flows. We just praise you for who you are, Lord, and we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. You may partake. Then he took this cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. for the forgiveness of their sins. Let us pray. Father, as we partake of this cup, let us never forget how powerful and this blood is, Lord, that you poured out for many. Thank you for forgiving us. Thank you for setting us free. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy and grace. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. You may partake. 